to this podcast produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is published by De La Vista Publisher and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled Music is for Everyone, Inclusion in Early Childhood Music Classes and presented by Dana Bolton. Dana has worked as a music therapist and developmental therapist in early intervention for 12 years, working with hundreds of children with a variety of disabilities and their families. She's co-owner of Bold Music Therapy in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where she's also a licensed Music Together Center Director and has taught inclusive classes for three years. Music therapists teaching early childhood music classes often encounter children with special needs in their classes. This podcast offers parent perspectives on inclusive classes and tips for making the experience successful for everyone. Many early childhood music therapists choose to offer parent-child music classes as part of their services. There are a multitude of curriculums to choose from, and some music therapists design their own. The program section of each issue of Imagine includes profiles of various early childhood music classes for comparison. Offering these classes as an inclusive setting for children with and without special needs can have benefits for everyone involved. I asked some of the parents who have attended my inclusive classes for their perspectives on the class. The class I teach is a multi-age class, which I feel is ideal for inclusion as it's already designed for children of varying ability levels to be able to participate successfully. One mom noted that the class allowed her daughter to participate at her level while others do so at theirs. She also said she thinks self-contained groups are better for some activities such as sports, but that music allows everyone to participate together. Alex, the mom of a typically developing child, had this to say. The classes allowed every child a chance to be expressive, whether special needs or not. The class was geared in a way that allowed each child to be creative and expressive, no matter their disposition. Everyone is equal when the music played. It was a beautiful experience to see the children learn, grow, and love music. Many parents chose an inclusive class to give their child with special needs the opportunity to learn from their typically developing peers. Micah, mother of a child with cerebral palsy, said, One of my daughter's strengths is her keen observation skills. She's paying attention even when you think she's not. So for her to see kids displaying appropriate behavior and language skills is a huge asset. The more exposure, the better. One mom appreciated that her son wasn't required to sit still during the class and said he was watching and listening in his own way in the background. She said that over a year later, he's still singing songs he learned in music class. Here's an example of one. Are you sleeping? Are you sleeping?
mom also noted the benefits of an inclusive class for children without special needs. I think both sets of kids have a lot they can teach each other. It also brings everyone's differences to light. In inclusive settings, children without special needs learn compassion and acceptance at an early age. They learn that children with special needs can be their friends, and they aren't frightened by children who are different than they are. Another benefit for families is the fun factor. Years ago, a mom told me that she couldn't wait for the day when she could play with her child without it being therapy. Even though these music classes aren't therapy, they are therapeutic. The very nature of music means that kids are practicing their communication, motor, and social skills and are having fun while they do it. Parents can appreciate and have fun with their children without worrying about working on goals. It may also be a chance for them to see their child in an activity that focuses on their strengths and what they can do. Mom Anna said, I loved introducing my children to a structured music class. I have one ASD child and one neurotypical child, and they both really enjoyed it. Music has helped my ASD child communicate better, and it has given my family endless entertainment and joy. I'm truly thankful for our experience. However, there are still some challenges of being in an inclusive group. Some parents find it hard to continue in the class due to the expense, scheduling around other therapies, and the distance to get to the class, as there are only a few inclusive music classes taught by music therapists in our area. One mom said her son's short attention span was a challenge in the class, but it became easier as she learned what the expectations in class were and that her child didn't have to stay still during class. Another mom was worried about her son's behavior, but noted that she's worried about him hurting other children, even in a group of all children with special needs. Jamie, mother of a child with autism spectrum disorder, said she felt some lack of acceptance from other families, just as they experience in the real world. She said she's a mom who doesn't mind others knowing her child has autism spectrum disorder and would rather address it head on. She suggested introducing her child at the first class and explaining a little about ASD so the other families would be more comfortable with his behaviors. Overall, most parents said they would choose an inclusive music class again in the future. It was interesting that two of the children had not received their ASD diagnoses at the time they were in my classes. As early childhood music therapists, we will often encounter families who do not have a diagnosis yet or who received a diagnosis very recently. We are in a powerful position to help these families shape the interactions they have with their child and can teach them positive ways of interaction. When teaching any music class, I always point out to parents the musical behaviors their children show, as many times they are very subtle and will be missed if you don't know to look for them. I try even harder to do this for children with special needs, to point out to their parents what they are learning and strengths that they have. In the time that I saw a little boy with ASD initiate a dance with his mom and his typically developing brother joined in and gave him a hug, that reminds me of why I do what I do. Finally, here are seven suggestions for making inclusive early childhood music classes successful. First, ask the parent if they would like to introduce their child and share about their disability to the other families at the first class to alleviate any discomfort that they may have about the disability. Next, ask the parent what you can do to make their child's experience successful. Examples include allowing the child to visit the space to become familiar with it before the first class, using a lamp instead of overhead fluorescent lights, or providing beanbag chairs for a sensory-seeking child to use during class. Provide parent education during the class to highlight how the songs are addressing developmental goals and how the parents can use them at home. Remind parents to resist the urge to help their child do it right 
and encourage them to let their child explore and figure things out for themselves. Include adaptive instruments such as wrist bells with Velcro or modified mallets if necessary. Incorporate the vocalizations and movements from children with special needs into song substitutions. Point out to parents the musical behaviors their child displays, the progress they're making, how the other children interact with them, and their enjoyment of the class. And finally, one extra one. Remember to have fun and remind the parents to have fun too. Thanks for listening to this Imagine Podcast produced in 2015.